26 pick in the 2021 NFL Draft. The Miami Dolphins select. That's so Dolphins talk with John Baker and Trigger Trey Proctor. Let me check your pulse if you're not fired up. Dude, are we good? Dude, what did that seem in the league? If you don't have eye black at home, you better go get some eye black. Oh my god, we're back. Hello and welcome into another episode of That's So Dolphins Talk with John Baker and Trigger Trey Proctor. I mean, oh my gosh, man. The the Finns squeaked out another victory. So the Finns win 21 to 19. I mean, it was the hardest fought game that I've ever seen the Finns grit out. That was just absolutely insane. It makes no sense how the Finns were in that game for as long as they were, but that was just pure grit, heart, determination, all of the adjectives that you can think of. Uh, we're going to get to it here in a second with uh, the co-pilot, Trigger Trey. So hopefully you all have been enjoying what we're doing here on the pod ski, enjoying that. So Dolphins talk, we're giving that to you every single post game of the week. That is our bonus content here on the pod ski and hopefully you enjoyed this past week's episode of the pod ski and that was the most overrated wrestlers with az jarhead he was an incredible guest we got something cooking right now that is coming to you in the month of october we got you something really special cooking up here and very 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 excited for that hopefully you like follow and subscribe to the pod ski we are now available on Every single podcast platform you can think of, we are on Spotify, Apple, Google, Amazon, Pandora, Stitcher. We're, we're all over the place. The only thing we're not on is on YouTube, and the reason that we're not on YouTube is that we're not going to have video for a while. I don't really feel like doing video. I really just like doing the audio here, but if it's something that this progresses into, then that's where we'll be, but just really excited about everything that we're doing here. What a week it has been for myself. Uh, I turned the big 3-0 this week. Had the uh, huge Finns win last weekend, the Comeback Kids, and now this week, uh, the Scratch and Claw Kids is what I could call them because that was just unreal. It makes no sense how they were in this game at all. And we'll break it down for you here soon, but just wanted to get all my plugs in and thank all of you listeners for tuning into the pod ski and that's so Dolphins Talk and... Uh, let's get into week three win over those pesky, pesky Buffalo Bills. Oh my God, we're back. All right, back at it again with the co-pilot, Trigger Trey Proctor. And that's got to be the gutsiest, grittiest, scrappiest, get scrappy, uh, just the performance out of a team that i've ever seen it makes mm-hmm. no sense well, in this Finns victory first off the vitamins are flowing as the huge and let me just tell you talk about getting scrappy dude i'm talking scrappy coco out there they were not playing around defensively that is classic bbdbdd defense that dude. is exactly what we've been saying the, the whole first two weeks of the season Classic EBDB, BBDB defense. Literally, I, like, if that's how this defense is going to play all year, I'm going to die. Like, there's no way I'm going to be able to survive <laughs> games. Because, I mean, I'm going to listen. Normally, I'm glass half full. Okay. But I was very down on the defense this game, as our text chain showed. <laughs> it's so down. The glass, the, the glass didn't exist. You wanted to trade everybody on the defense the entire Dude, game. Fire them into the sun. Literally what I wanted to happen. Get them at. Get them at. So, like, I think it'd be interesting just to read our text chain. So, wake <laughs> up, and I hit you with, uh, I mean, if we don't win this, the season's over. This is week, <laughs> this is week three. And then you laughed at it, but then also realized classic for the season game today, which is yes. typically – that's what we're set up for. Um, little nervous going into it that we weren't going to have break one. Um, I had to watch the game on my phone for personal reasons, which I was not thrilled about, but <laughs> we don't need to get into that. Um, so first text I sent 
fuck this defense. <laughs> <laughs> After you said X went right at Diggs, BBDD defense, and then fuck. <laughs> the defense was scrappy from the start, though, but they just let – I didn't know what we were – I figured we were in for a very long game. It just – I I didn't know how they were ever going to get a stop. Yeah. And it yeah. – yeah, like early, it felt like that. Also, I did notice that we were talking about how the stadium felt like um, was like 50% Bills fans. But from what I read online, it seemed like a Dolphins takeover. But on TV, I agree, felt like there was a lot of blue in that crowd. Yeah, and they kind of made it seem like that was going to be the case, like with the the whole like Bills Mafia takeover on Twitter and stuff. And I didn't, I mean, there's a lot of blue in the stadium, but from what? They said post game that it was not as much of a takeover as they wanted it to be. Yeah, which is which is good. About. Yeah, get the fuck out of our stadium. Yeah. So anyway, jumping back into the text chain, you know, we'll just go a couple couple more lines here, and then we'll. <laughs> I, also, I think I think it'd be interesting to just imagine at what point of the game these texts are being sent to. Um, so we're at about the one minute or one uh, one o'clock hour right now is uh 1 15 p.m is when this text chain is happening right here so fuck this defense and then me classic coach you fucking cancel the blitz and you cover the back if you're gonna blitz the sidecar side and yes. you're like exactly like you agreed and um then you went optimism you know you said all right let's get a drive going here we did not <laughs> we did not get a drive going that yeah, lasted, the Bills are winning by 40. That lasted eight <laughs> minutes. Eight minutes later, I said, Bills winning by 40. Eight, so you went from, all right, let's get a drive going, to eight minutes later, yeah, Bills winning by 40. <laughs> so then I'm back. I'm back because the run was there, man. If we break one tackle on that Mostert run on that, I remember that that third down, it was there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we were just down in that. It was six minutes of silence just watching what was happening. Um <laughs> And then you came in. I think that was right. Was that right on the? Was that the first touchdown? Uh, I got. I came back in on the turnover. It was the turnover by the defense. Yeah, hit him with the Adam Cole. Here we go, baby. Um, and <laughs> so then we're happy. We're driving. Uh, Tua goes for. <laughs> said Tua is hurt right after the. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, one minute. Tua, here we go. Tua is hurt. That did not look good at all. Um. So we scored a touchdown. You had no idea how it wasn't a touchdown. I believe that was the Allegheny Gold run where yes. everyone in the, the world thought it was a touchdown, but somehow it wasn't. He scores. I said, let's fucking go, man. And then instantly back into is to his hip okay. Because I was just nervous that he was wobbling. Yes. And you, you said, I don't know, but he was literally twisted like a pretzel inside at. <laughs> <laughs> and then we instantly both at the same time went to Twitter to see what was going on in the stadium. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that's that's got to be what most fans do, right? Your injury happens and you're not in the stadium. Is he in the blue tent? How's he on the sidelines? How many trainers are um, yes. surrounding him? Like, things like that. So, we get on Twitter, find out that everyone thought it was a concussion, but it's not a concussion, um, which is a huge win because he's not in the protocol right now. Yes, huge win. But um, that back is suspect at best. Yeah, the, the back makes me a little nervous, okay? Because he, he did make the comment he's just trying to get his back ready in his uh, post-game presser, so it makes me nervous. Could um, be pandering, though, just because it's a quick turnaround. Yeah. So, we were down. nervous. Nothing on Twitter. Uh, we both went there. And then we're back on defense, and I'm right back into the shut this defense down. Dude. I'm like, why is everyone wide open? And you said, all the check downs are open. We just got a swarm. They're probably going for it on fourth down here, which they ended up doing went for it. it. They went for it on every single fourth down. And yep. the biggest thing. Yes. I, I thought so, that they were scoring on every single play. It didn't matter what down it was. It felt like, <laughs> I guess that's just because the way that we play defense, like every, like the entire secondary was bailing to just not let them throw the deep ball. And so like everything underneath was open and he just had a loads of time to throw the ball. Not, not, that's not actually true. He didn't have a ton of time because 
that defensive line was scrappy McScrap oh, today. Buddy, we were clubbing and ripping, swimming and dipping, and I <laughs> loved it. But uh, the, the, the defense, man, I, I don't even know what to say. And yeah, dude, check downs. So here we are. We can't cover a fucking check down, which, okay. I get what you're saying. You said, I think they're spying one guy and just letting the check down free to swarm. At least it's how I'd look in, which I agree. And I hit you with the, well, the check down is getting 10 fucking yards. So yeah. like they're getting first downs on check downs, figure it out. Um, and then we're back in with a classic, classic T to BD and T the T off the D. Right. Yeah. We're yeah. trying to not get, we're trying to not allow them to throw the ball deep, take the top off the defense. Classic Randy Moss. Um, and that's, I think you're, you're right. Like that's the defense we were playing. Yeah. And, and that's, I, I only just realized that because everybody was bailing and then there was always somebody sneaking out of the backfield. It was always wide open. And then it was just classic swarm, like just get to the ball as fast as possible. And then it was a really, really good plan, but we can get into that a little bit later. Well, right. There was right. So, there was so many missed tackles that were just driving me fucking oh yeah we jumped in they're missing tackle and i said fucking tackle jesus fuck yes my god you said (laughs) christ i said jesus fuck dude that's the problem you said we're in for a long one (laughs) we just like the highs and the lowest of lows dude this is 151 p.m so we are not even an hour into the game and we have literally went up and down probably at least 10 different times here so we get him in a third and long and josh allen just delivers a fucking dime i think it was to gabe davis or isaiah mckenzie and i had to give him props you know what a fucking throw and then classic me fuck this team and then so you're mad that i'm mad you're mad that i'm upset and you hit him with the you hit me with the, we're playing the best team in the league, dude. Yeah. I said, they ain't that good. They're just leaving people wide open. You said, Trey, stop. <laughs> <laughs> They're the best team in the league, and Allen's the best quarterback. They're not going to stop them, just got to slow them down. I was like, yeah, we well, can't leave people wide fucking open. You said, they set eight. What else are they going to do? Um, you know, I came back and hit him with a not leave wide receiver wide open, a running back, maybe. And why send eight and third and third from uh, third and goal from the 10? And then, you know, you said that about them being in the bunch. It was the same thing that we did to body more last week, which worked. So, yeah, that that Isaiah McKenzie touchdown felt rough. It didn't feel Dude. good. Dude. And I thought that kind of all hope was kind of lost there. Till yeah. we just got our keys out, went on a drizzive, just carving them up. Carving them up. Dude, we were – I think we had five possessions and scored on three of them. Like, that's what it felt like. I don't know if that's yeah. the act. It's close to that, that stat. That is actually true. Yeah. So, if we want to do stats, uh, these stats make absolutely no sense. They make no sense. Like, the Finns should have lost this game 56 to 7. It just doesn't make any sense. So, the Bills ran 90 plays, the Dolphins ran 39. Like, the Bills played two games on offense yesterday, basically. And the time of possession was 42 minutes and 20 seconds to the Dolphins' 19 minutes and 16 seconds. Dude, 42 minutes on a football field. 42 minutes of game time. I I guarantee there wasn't people that sat in the stands for 42 straight minutes. No. (laughs) Like, this makes no sense. They had they had 500, they had 497 total yards of offense, and the Dolphins had 212. And now where the Finns, the big swing is that the Finns uh, didn't allow a turnover. Right. And I believe that we were only sacked, we only gave up two sacks. Now, obviously, that one sack was, that wasn't a sack, that was the pressure where Tua we'll get into that in a second but mm-hmm. the the t- the time of possession the stats all of that tells you that the dolphins should have got blown at and they won this game by two points and right. some other interesting stats here are that entering play sunday josh allen was averaging 8.9 yards per pass the dolphins in 90 snaps 
held him to 6.3 yards per pass attempt. That is an unbelievable stat considering he threw that fucking thing 63 times. So are we thinking, as you read me that stat, we know McDaniel's like the innovator of fucking violence at this point. <laughs> Do you think the that Tommy like dreamer in the, of coaches? <laughs> yes, dude, he's the Tommy dreamer of coaches. Do we think that he's analytically looked at that and said, you know, his average yard per pass attempt was, you know, nine point whatever. If we can get that down to six to where he's not averaging almost a first down for every pass, like, I well, think that gives us an opportunity to win. Well, I think if you think about it, like if you look at those first two games, the defensive strategy, what it kind of seemed like was just to take away the middle or the intermediate throw and kind of keep Allen, um, keep Allen honest so that if, because if you take away the medium throw, you're not going to let him kill you on foot. Because you're right. going to kind of be close, but the Finns kind of took that to the extreme and said, fuck you, you're not throwing it deep on us. You're going to have to dink and dunk us down the field, which, I mean, they didn't really dink and dunk, but for the most part, I mean, if, if your average pass and you threw it 63 times with 6.3 yards per attempt, like, that's, that's an insane stat. They basically just said, you're going to be beat us by checkdowns. Right. Which is a, 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 an incredibly ballsy coaching decision. Yeah, like, because beating people by checkdowns is how Tom Brady made his entire fucking career. So, oh yeah. I mean, it, that like I, I don't know, man. It worked, I guess. Um, but yeah, that was wild. So we're getting back into it. And again, I think everyone's done for the season every time they're hurt. I yeah. said fucking Waddle's hurt because he's yeah. laying over there playing with his groin. <laughs> just got hit what in was the happening. sack. You said he just got hit in the sack. Like he's all right. Tua Speaking was just. The, Speaking of Tua sack. was just delivering freaking daggers. Oh, um, yeah. You, know, you, made, you made a comment about Mostert um, and how patient he runs. And yeah, that, I agree. Um, I think it's because he's so quick that, that he, he can afford to, you know, almost pull a little Le'Veon Bell when he, you know, kind of sits behind the line a little bit. And then um, mm. it's that quick burst acceleration. So that's kind of what it feels like he's trying to run or how he's trying to run. Yeah, um, he was really patient. And you can really tell because, like, he's the patient, like, I'm going to. I'm really going to like be really precise in what we're doing on a run. And Edmonds is just like, fuck it. I'm hitting the hole as hard as I can. Right. Which um, is a good one. Which is, combo. Yeah, do that. I'm, I'm really, listen, I know they're not either. They're not game breakers right now, but I just think having that mix up and having that speed subbing in for speed, it's like, you know, that will come into play later in the season. Yeah. We're subbing four, three for four, two and vice versa. Like, these linebackers are, are not subbing 4-2 to, you know, for 4-3 for or whatever. This D-line's not subbing like that. So mm-hmm. I think that's huge to have that kind of that rotation. Um, and then we're back into me shitting on the defense again. Uh, you know, I, just, I really just don't understand our coverages. I think I'm lost. <laughs> we are seven yards off when second and two. Yeah. Like, I did not understand that. Like, I get – I understand – well, I should say second and short is notorious for a shot play. So I, I guess I understand why they're doing that. But – to this point in the game, it's 2.08. We have just watched an hour of check down fucking Charlie, and I was tired of seeing it. I'm sorry. I understand well, bigger picture that it worked out, but God almighty, was it frustrating. Well, then and at then that you, point, we had only seen the offense on the field for two drives. Luckily, they had scored, but we were like, they sat on they sat on the bench the entire game. Yeah, right. And I, you know, I'm a defensive coach. I love defense, but God, I want to see two of the slinging the Tady around. <laughs> exactly. So, left arm of God. So, anyway, you're back into, you know, they don't want to get beat deep. So, you know, you are Team Josh Boyer this entire day. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. He said, at least we're getting pressure, which is definitely a big change from the first two, first three games, really, or first two games. You know, it felt like. So much pressure and so much penetration. So much pen. Yeah, there's full penny. We weren't half penny. We were full penny, like, the entire game. It was not just not what we were getting. It was not. That was not what we were getting in the first two weeks. So that that was encouraging because I was getting a little worried about our pass rush. Um, you know what? And- I, we're going to give a, a shout-out, a real quick shout-out to Melvin Ingram because oh, that dude buddy. is not wanted by any single team when free agency starts. 
And then he is like the defensive game breaker that every team needs and every team ends up having like the really, really good teams you think about in the last three, four years. Yeah. The rando specialist just comes in and makes a huge play in the Super Bowl, And like the casual fan that watches instantly thinks this dude had the biggest year of all time, but in actuality, he just makes a one big play when we need it. Like, I feel like that's Melvin Ingram for us. Melvin Ingram was so like, he was in the backfield the entire game yesterday. And then he, I mean, we'll get to it at the end there, but he made literally the game saving, the game winning tackle. Like, mm-hmm. and uh, Christian Wilkins, so we'll, we'll get to it later. We'll talk about that. So we, we keep rolling here. You know, I'm bitching about the coverage. We're talking about getting big pressures. Um, and you made the comment, which I think every Dolphins fan can relate to. My heart rate has been insane this game. And I was like, me too. I, I think I, I had a resting see- heart rate of like 140. Yeah. It was literally like you popped a blue chew. Like that shit was it, running. Yeah, it was bad. Um, and then yeah, I think this is when we got the big fourth down stop. And you said that's fucking huge. And I, of course, still negative. I was like, it should have been a pick, should have been a sack. <laughs> <laughs> but I love our pressure. So that's nice. Um, so this is the final drive before the half. You know, we both agree that we need to get three here, uh, because we get the ball back at half. Yeah. And then the fucking play that probably dropped everyone's heart, fucking two, it takes it. I guess it wasn't even really a cheap shot, it was just a shove. Yeah. Um, so I can't be like super mad and say they're dirty, even though they were the ones that hurt them. Um, Every single you, year, you instantly said Tua dead, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, we're fucked. Like Jesus Christ, <laughs> this is it. Like we can't have anything. I literally said, fuck this shit, dude. We can't have anything. And you're like, it's the fucking Bills every year. Yes. You and then instantly like you, this game's over in your mind. You're done. Oh, yes. He said, if well, he's my, concussed, he is, he's not it, playing Thursday. <laughs> as soon as I saw Tua's legs turn into, you know, ramen noodles, I, <laughs> like, thought, that, like, the butthole was so puckered because Literally, I knew the season was – it felt like the season was absolutely done. What I need you to do is, everyone listen to this, go to John's Twitter. or Go to the podcast, the podcast Twitter, because John's going to put up the meme – of Bambi walking in the, like the snow for the first time and Tua <laughs> getting up and trying to walk after that fucking tackle. That's literally what it looked like yeah. on that TV screen. If you weren't watching, you were listening or whatever. It was it was hilarious, but I was God was I upset. It was um, really, really bad. So you say if he's concussed, he ain't playing Thursday. So you're instantly into like next week, <laughs> this game's over. I was like, dude, this is fucking so bad. And then our right tackle got hurt, right? Uh fucking little get little gets hurt. Um, <laughs> he's out there with the Richie Incognito shark fin out there. Like somebody needs to get that dude's finger taped. Like <laughs> he had a tape claw. There's no he if he got called for holding one time, I was absolutely calling for fucking collusion because there was no chance he could hold anything. <laughs> I I forgot about the Richie Incognito claw. <laughs> Dude, he had his hands taped. Dude, Jesus Christ. And dude, his tape kept breaking the entire first quarter. And he said, dude, the dude had nothing. You said, what is happening? I was like, Jesus Christ, we're fucked. Game over. So fucking, I'll, fucking. I'll add in here real quick. The biggest, the, the most interesting stat of the day is not about the, uh, the other second interesting stat should be that Robert Hunt played like 17 different positions on that line. And he had the highest, I think he had the highest grade of the week on PFF. He had like a 94.8 grade. Wow. Yeah. Insane. But so many people in and out on the line, it made absolutely no sense. We we were, we had no dues left. Then Lionel Coleman rolling out there. Good Lord. You might as well throw in a wet paper bag out there. Probably would have stopped something better than he did. Yeah, there was definitely a chance that someone in the stands is a better blocker than him. But and <laughs> at I, least it's not, not as big... bad as Jesse Davis. Oh my god, dude! Yeah, thank God he's oh, not on this. Don't team get anymore. me started. We're trying to be positive. Yeah. So we're back into it. Teddy Bridgewater comes in, and for the love of, we will not get into this right now. But trade him right now to anyone, and just let Skylar Thompson be the backup because Teddy two gloves. Is Teddy too bad? He is not going to be playing quarterback for this team, and we're not going to win games if he is. Do you remember whenever we were trying to get rid of Brian Tannehill and Teddy Two Gloves was available, and we were like, dude, if we could just get Teddy, man, we'd be back. 
I wanted Teddy so bad. He wanted Teddy so bad. I never want to see Teddy again. I only want to see Teddy smirking on the bench, just fist pumping to him because he just won the game. That's the only With thing I want to see Tua do. Sweet beanie on. It's 106 degrees on the field. And he has a beanie on. Yeah. Don't <sighs> understand it. Shooter stay shooting. Um, so yeah, then you hit like I said game over. You said we're done. <laughs> and then it happened. You said it, to a to a questionable. And then I sent the tweet that he came at the tunnel, hyping the crowd, and then all hope was restored. I said, we're back. We're <laughs> back, dude. If We went from game over at 225 to we're back at 244, as we see the left arm of God run out of that damn tunnel. Oh, and then we're man. back in the we're back in the defense, okay? Defense needs a huge stop. And then you to just make my pain feel even greater. Howard's at. Jeez. Dude, didn't even notice that yet. Didn't even have a chance. And That's then right. I he said, just he just got an IV. He was all right. You sent a tweet about him jogging back to the locker room. And then we get a huge stop. Huge. Yes. Huge. huge stop. The only Which, punt the Bills had the entire game. Right. Man was that big. Um, and then you, you sent the tweet about people complaining about the heat and I just could you not know, believe at granted the Twitter, the Twitter shit afterwards started at like six. I was laughing at three o'clock about how people were complaining about the heat. So I knew what that is, I knew what this was about to get into. What, what I don't understand what we're supposed to do about the sun. Like it, it's been there for forever and they're complaining about sitting in the sun. That stadium didn't have the canopy on it. It didn't have it there. Like it's only been there for three years. Mm-hmm. Like, and what do you? And they're they're complaining about the sun, but they're the same team that thrives in the negative ten bare ass cheap cold in December that we're gonna have to go play it. And so they're gonna get the same effect when we go there in December. It's gonna be negative yeah. twenty two degrees, blustery winds, frozen tundra. <laughs> And we're yeah. going to be in the same boat because we're going to be frigid because we just came from the beautiful sunny shores of Miami and now we're playing in the what a buffalo. Dude, like, you know what I do? If I'm money Mike McDaniel, I'm pumping freezing cold air into the bubble that week that we have to go there. Oh, no yeah. one can practice outside. Mm-hmm. We need to practice in the bubble, in an igloo, just to be prepared for the cold days. But anyway, oh, yeah. back into the back into the chat. So we're out. Defense is getting torched again, and you're like, "This fucking sucks." So now you're <laughs> you're starting to turn on. Me. You're now you're joining me, which is always dangerous because yes. like we can't. We can be one or the other. We can't both be on the same level because if that happens, it's, it's Titanic. Scorched, it's scorched earth. Yes, it's scorched earth. So, um, I just said, dude, our defense isn't good. And then you were, you, and then you got to thinking, and you realized that if we were both on the same page, it's trouble. So you said, "It's the Bills, dude." And I'm thinking, all right, you know what? You're right. And then comes down to probably, I mean, one of the biggest moments of the game. You know, I said, if we don't hold them to a field goal here, it's over. Mm-hmm. We, and you said they need a three and a half, no points, turnover. And then back into your Nick Needham hate, Needham fucking sucks. Well, he got flat-footed. No one's getting beat by Zach Moss on the outside. Come on. That Dude, was Zach bad. Moss, that was so bad. Zach Moss is so bad. How does his slow ass beat Needham to the outside, dude? It's like, like it's like Needham got out there and he was like, "Oh shit, that's actually he's gonna get around me. Like I should probably do something." And then he yeah. did nothing. Yeah, oh, dude. he's always caught slipping in one big play every game, and that was his one play because he came up huge late in the game. So <laughs> huge. So you said zero points turnover. Needham fucking sucks. I was like, dude, six plays in the third quarter. Fuck this defense. And we, we got no, we, we had no offense. We, there was just no offense in this game. And the fact that it was only 17, well, it was a 17 14 at this point. Um, yeah, it was 17, yeah, 17 14. Um, unreal, unfucking real. So you said they've held them to 20 points, dude. That's 50 against anyone else, which I don't know if that's true, but okay, you might be right. And then as soon as you sent that big missed field goal the by that mate, absolute clan, dude, I hate their kicker. Mm-hmm. I hate their kicker. Ronnie Seabass can absolutely get out of my face. I never want to see him on my fucking TV screen again. And he missed the kicker. 
or missed the missed the field goal, and you said, "Okay, seventeen, huge mo swing, big mo swing." Yeah, we needed that. That that was huge. Them missing that. I don't even think it was tipped. I think he just shanked it, shankopotamus. Were you woogity in, dude? I'm at I'm at this this wedding, woogity and I'm woogity 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 woogity. Mama named Shank. I'm like flicking my screen, hoping that he can feel the vibration from my finger. Um, and then it, I hit him with a er my gird after I seen him miss that straight up er my gird. Um, two steps up and delivers a fucking dagger on third and twenty two. Third and twenty two to Waddle. You hit him with the let's go, and then we're hyped, dude. I'm saying dime, um, and then we were in the red zone and instantly negative. Two timeouts and two plays. Jeez. <laughs> I you was, understand, I, dude. That score, was huge. I, I that won the game. All three, yeah. Like yeah. we're not getting down there again. So get the right play, and because we're probably never getting the ball back, is what it felt like. So get well, your yeah, exact right play. I was starting after we got the stop and we held them to the field goal. I got uber confident then in the defense and that we were going to get a stop. And then I was like, oh, okay, we got one stop. Now, we, now we know what we're doing. Like defense is for sure settled in by now. They've been on the field the whole damn game. Like. I feel I felt pretty good, so that's why I was nervous about burning the timeouts. But we got it right, and that's all that matters. Yep, I said as long as we get it right, and we did. Uh, of course, Edmonds dropped that ball, even though he got slaughtered. I said, "Catch the ball!" <laughs> like I, I was, I was upset with him for not catching that ball, even though he got. Yeah. I would have never caught that ball. Uh-uh. I'm not even running that route. Oh, so, hell no, no. But um, you know, he didn't catch it, but we ended up getting the score there. And then we're back, dude. The exact drive we needed. Yes. And then as soon as we scored that tutter, I had to go take it. Like, I was um, – I had prior obligations at 4 o'clock, and I was MIA. Yep. So walk me through your side of the house here because I didn't come back in until 425. Right. So you had a half hour there to just be alone during one of the basically greatest, you know, stands of our lifetime. So as this as this whole drive is happening, there was multiple points where we had them in third down and just didn't make the tackle. Like we made the right play, just didn't make the tackle. And that's what hurts the most whenever you make the right play and you just arm tackle. Which and, seemed to be happening all game. Yeah. And that's because everyone was starting to get really tired at this point. Dudes are just dropping everywhere like flies. And um, you know, we they we get that really third, that long third and five, and they're like on hour 40, and uh, it, Allen gets loose, and it just felt like all hope was lost. I was like, they're going to fucking score, and we're, we haven't been able to move the, we haven't been on the field this whole entire, like, fourth quarter. So, like, how are we going to get a rhythm to drive down the field? And the big, big, BBDB EBDB defense stood on its head. Well, on that fourth and goal, and Josh Allen had that game in his hand, and he threw it in the dirt. And I, I could not believe it. Like I, my hands were on my head, and it was just silence because I couldn't believe that he put that ball in the dirt. Thank God I wasn't able to watch that live because. I would have went scorched earth on Josh Allen on Twitter. Like I, I already got canceled one time by the Bills fans. It would have happened again. We would have had to have a new Twitter handle for the third time because I was gonna go scorched earth because that is the play that if Tua makes, it's blasted yep. all over, all over TV, mm-hmm. all over. That's exactly what, makes it, that's it what ESPN wanted, and that's the play that he is, and, and, and it ended up happening to the Bills. Yeah. So big, big fourth down stop, you know. And and then, you know, now we're backed up on our one. So you got to get the ball out. You got to get it at. And I, I thought for sure that they, I, I felt like they were going to get a safety. And Tua had that. He had Mostert on that, uh, the third and forever, it felt like, on the one nut hair line. And it just, it, we didn't kill any clock. It was the worst case scenario. And then the play of all plays happened with the butt punt. Just- well, let's back to that Moster play. He's <clears throat> a very intelligent football player because 
that ball, even if he caught that, he was that was a safety. He was getting tackled in the end zone. Yeah. So to his mind, we're obviously not going to kick it off one of our own players' fucking assholes. So <laughs> he says, I'm just going to swat the ball down and not like try to catch it and get a safety here. We'll punt it and play defense. Like they still need a tutter. You know, we're up four. So we're, we're fine. And then again, I can't imagine watching this live, dude. I like, for the sake of this episode, I'm happy that I didn't have to watch this live because our text chain would have been bonkers. Yeah. Like whenever I realized they went like in his asshole and then like straight into the air, like the, the still of the, the, the photo still that's on Twitter now that's captured the entire like world's like view now is it's this is a what is so disgusting about it is that it was so hot that the ball hitting his ass you can see the ass sweat blowing off of his ass cheeks from the impact of the ball whacking his hole like, dude it looked like it looked like in rocky when he's getting punched by the damn the damn russian there's a sweat flying that's what it looked like and morstead morstead he played such a huge role in this game, even though he kicked that right in that dude's ass. And that's a, well, that, that wasn't his fault. Straight, that that straight his... on Sherfield's fault because he shouldn't have backed up. Yeah, they talked, about it on, they talked about it on Pat today about how that was his fault. Right. And, you know, so, the, you know, they end up getting the safety and now they're down two and they have two timeouts. There's so much time. And, you know, that it just felt like that the top was getting ready to be taken off because they were that- waiting all day. It, it just felt like they were the big play away. And Morstead gets up there and freaking punts the thing 70 yards down the field and pins it. Now they got to go the whole length of the field. So now you feel better. Now you turn into cocky fin fan again. And- right. Because, because like I, I rewatched it. Like I, I obviously couldn't watch it live because I was doing things, but I rewatched it and I still felt like we were going to lose, even though I knew the result of the game. Because oh, yeah. that is so classic Dolphins. Kick it off someone's asshole to give a safety. Now all they need is a field goal to win it, and they're getting the ball back. And, like, and that, most of the time, you're getting it at the 40. But thank God Morstead dropped his dong on the field and punted it to the goal line. Yeah. So, like, huge. But, like, if we don't have Thomas Morstead and we have anyone else probably, they're getting the ball at the 40 and kicking a game-winning field goal as time expires. Yes. 100%. 100%. And like at that point, I, it was same old Dolphins. That's all it was. That That is the exact, I was like, that's it. You know, we we played our dicks off and now we just, we we stuck our own dick in the sand and now we're stuck here now. But if we lost that game, we were blowing the fucking pot up. 100%. Oh, yeah, oh no, I wasn't blowing the pot up. I, I'm actually, I'm, I, I, you know what? I ain't even gonna say it, but Try, you just don't even get yeah. it out of your, stop, get no, it out of It's at, get go it out. But you know, it's a testament to the defense because I, I can't imagine that what 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 played out was just ex- insanely poor t- uh, clock management by the Bills. They can't seem to figure it out when it matters. And thank the Lord because I don't understand why McKenzie didn't run out of bounds. He had yeah, so much room to run out of bounds. Yeah, he could have ran out of bounds. It would like obviously that would have been a long kick, but still, it would have been a long have a kick. That- yeah, but, you know, they still have a chance, and they're kicking it and probably fucking making it because that's so Dolphins. But on that play, dude, first off, he should have been sacked game over anyway. But so Melvin Ingram misses the sack, loops all the way back around and makes the tackle inbounds, dude. Mm-hmm. So, and a like great, Christian a great Wilkins, play. Christian Wilkins talked about it in his press conference, but that's just insane. Like, that's, that's, that's what makes this team different. There feels like there's just a level of heart on the team that we haven't had in a very long time. Like, there's not just people going for money grabs. This team is for sure built different. Built different. Come out with a big dub. Dude, one stat I don't don't think we talked about, which I saw was insane. Um, I don't remember the exact numbers, but it was something like in nine one-score games, Josh Allen is like one in eight. Uh, The last six games that they've been in, uh, that they've been within one score, they've lost. Okay, right. So people are starting to talk about the clutch scene, you know, the whole LeBron thing, which I don't necessarily think. So there was times early in Josh Allen's career where they were in the playoffs and they were in field goal range. He threw the ball backwards in the playoffs after they were in field goal range. Yeah. And was like 
they either lost possession or knocked him out of field goal range, whatever it was. There's a lot of plays that he's made that it's like classic, like Brett Favre just trying to do way too much. Um, I don't. That's what I think happened to him on that fourth and goal. He was just trying to do too much because he was wide open. Like there was no, you didn't have to rush it. He was trying to throw it low into the pylon, which is what that throw normally is. But McKenzie ran such a good route and was so wide open that like you didn't need to be extra with it. Just throw the fucking ball. Right. And big dub. But it was a huge dub. And I think what was an awesome uh, visual of the ending of that game is just Josh Allen absolutely dog tired, dog tired, and just plopping his head right onto his shoulders. It looked like how I hugged my dad. And I love my dad. (laughs) That's what it felt like. It did. I I could not believe the amount of dudes just dropping. And it looked brutal there. There's absolutely no way I'd ever be able to play in that in those conditions, especially with my pasty white skin. Oh, dude. So much banana boat. Oh, my God. You would smell like a banana popsicle running up and down the field. <laughs> yeah, huge way, man. I do. 3-0, and bro. 3-0 and going into a Bengals fucking team that is not what we thought it was. Granted, on a short week. Short uh, week. Hard, but- hard-fought game, like doesn't feel good going into this. I mean, it feels good for the fact that we're 3-0, and but I'm nervous, really, really nervous for the health of the team. I am too, but like I said about Armstead, um, if I'm McDaniel, because we have that built-in, you know, 17th game, I'm treating the Jets like a bye week after this Thursday night game. So don't be afraid to play, so, like maybe sit, you know, Armstead to give him a week, maybe sit X to give him a week. You know, toe, we don't know his toe could be getting better. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I'm just saying, you know, but I know you mean. he's questionable, but like, this is the game that like we need, like it's huge, huge for us. It is and a game. it puts us at four and oh, with a, with, you know, the first four we were looking at to start the season was, Hey, if we go two and two through the first set, I'm happy. Then after we beat the Ravens, I'm like, hey, if we're three and one, I'm like thrilled thinking we're going to lose to the, I mean, there's a good shot we're going to lose the Bills. We always do. Yeah. You know, the records are shown. I always think we're going to win, but I'm being realistic. Mm-hmm. So then we're sitting at two and one going into the Bengals game. If we finish three and one, I'm happy. We finished two and two. I'm obviously disappointed, but that's what I wanted in the first four when the schedule came out. Four and oh is a real fucking shot here, dude. Four and oh feels like a really good shot. And uh, I don't know if anyone has seen what Tyreek Hill already said. Oh, but, buddy. Buddy. He's re- he's looking for Eli Apple. Yeah. And so I- I'm feeling, you know, as a Finns fan and seeing how the defense played this weekend and how much pressure they got on a really, really good, like, we, if we're being realistic, like, this Bills offense is probably the best offense we're going to see all season. And it's going to be when we're going to have to see them again in December. But <sighs> – the the Bengals offensive line is absolute dog shit. And we just got that amount of pressure on the Bills. We should be able to really create havoc and really, really, really disrupt what the Bengals do on offense. Now, I don't know if that translates or not, but we'll see. Because they got a buzzsaw of receivers. Yeah. If, I he, mean, if he ain't got time me. to hold it, if he ain't got time to throw it, then they can't catch it. So, yeah, and, and, and it looks like that their run game isn't very good either. I haven't seen, I mean, I've only heard things and seen highlights. I haven't actually watched the Bengals, but they, it seemed like they were struggling a lot against the Jets. Now, we don't know how good this Jets team really is. I mean, we can all assume that it's dog shit, but I mean, I, I, I don't know. I, if you're a Finns fan, you cannot be anything but happy for the fact that we just made it through the gauntlet of the first because this is a season like if it was same old fins we'd be one and three right now or we would be going into this game oh and three for sure yeah or or one one and two two, one and two hoping that we hoping that we squeak out a victory on thursday night because the Bengals are tired off a short week now it's like dude if we are fully rested and this is a full week we're waxing that ass, but because it's short, it's a short week and we are coming off a hard fall game. Now we're the ones that are like, 
man, I hope that, you know, we can get healthy because, you know, we're on a short week. Well, I mean, and to the same credit, too, is that the Bengals are on the same short week as well. And and the, and the really good thing that I think really, really helps the Finns here now is that they've had, they've ran through the absolute buzzsaw of teams. And now we're going to get a short week, which is going to be hard. But now we got those extra days. So it's essentially we're getting an extra bye week here, which is going to be huge, I think. Yeah. And then, like I said, you can because- sit. You can you could you could sit X and probably Armstead against the Jets and still win. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I'm all about. I'm of the mentality of foot on the pedal, don't stop because I don't want to lose the mo. I don't want to lose the magic that we got now because this team has got something. And yeah, I'm all about sweeping the leg. That's a good take. That's a good take. Because five and zero, oh, you, you don't want to drop it. You don't want to drop a division game in against the damn Jets because you're already got two games in hand. You're way ahead. So you're thinking if we're gonna sit people, it's against the Vikings because the NFC team, NFC lost. Let's just uh, let's not sit anybody if we don't have to. I know, but I'm just thinking 17 game season. 17 game like, season. I know what you mean. We're not because we're listen, getting we're getting do I uh, go Uncle perfect? Byron back soon. Right. Do I want to go perfect? Yeah. 50th anniversary of the, the perfect season, I think it is, for us mm-hmm. to go perfect again. Be great. Would, it's not, be it's great. not realistic. It's not, not realistic. Not at all. So if we can build in our losses ourselves and save injury later in the season and maybe squeak out a victory we wouldn't have if someone were to be injured, I don't know. Just something to think about. I'm glad I'm not the head coach. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm all about sweeping the leg. Just don't take the foot off the pedal and let's just keep going. I don't know because I'm a firm believer of it's a game of runs and you don't want your run to end and you got to find your run late because you drop games in October because the same old fins is that they, they start slow, they get hot. And then they're at the end of the season, they run out of steam. Right. Which now I'm a little bit afraid because we, we might've blown our water early. (laughs) Are we, are we, Are we so, so the regular I did, season champions? So here, so here's a, a stat that I'm really, really afraid of, and this is the last three time, the last three years that the Dolphins have started three and zero. The last three times that has happened, they've ended nine and seven, eight and eight, and seven and nine. And now the, this team is obviously a lot different than those. We're teams. not same old Dolphins. Or we are not. I, I will throw that out there. This team got that dog in them. Yeah. But I, I don't want to say that this is the same old Fins. We don't know that yet. But for the fact that this team came back from a twenty-one point deficit and then they exercised their demons against this Bills team, who's completely waxed that ass for mm. the last three years, like yeah, it, it's it, it's something. And you handedly beat the, the Patriots, which you have not done. Like usually, that Patriots game is a struggle, and that game yeah. didn't feel like struggle at all. No, I felt like we were winning that game every single play, every single snap. The Patriots are absolute dog shit. I'll put that yeah. on the record. I think the Jets beat them. Yeah, I can see the Jets beating them, especially if uh, Mac Jones is out. What a, what a photo of him getting carried for Dude. a hurt ankle into the locker room. For Dude, he <laughs> literally looked like the kid off Saving Private Ryan when he was trying to get saved from the sniper. That's what I felt like was happening. They're trying to carry this guy across the battlefield. What the hell? Uh, I can't stand them, dude. Oh, God. There, here's a great stat that I have. Um, that uh, it's about Tua and Josh Allen. So, from 10 yards plus, Josh Allen, uh, his longest air yard completion is 34.2 yards. He is 6 of 15 for 115 yards with a rating of 94.7. Tua, his longest air yard completion is 49.8 yards. He's 6 of 8 for 138 yards with a rating of 123.8. The, just, it's, it's insane. Like, it, this team has progressed right before our eyes and it felt really really good these last two wins i can't if they're gonna be winning like this every single week the, it's better to be lucky than to be 
bad, I guess you or be good. And yeah. these last two, these last two wins have for sure had some a mixture of luck in them. And you absolutely need luck when you're down 21 points. But there was a lot of things that that have happened that in yesterday's game that is just a testament to really good scheming, excellent dog mentality, and good play. And I, I just I just can't. I just can't believe the fact that our defense played 90 plays and now we got to turn around and play two more games. Yeah, guess what? We're going to be just fine. Um, we're going to – I think I feel like we need to get a late-night pod ski on uh, Thursday night, like fresh off the game. Oh, for sure. Like, it might be midnight, fresh off the game. That's all right. The true reaction. True reaction right after the post game. Yeah, for sure. And we will, Yeah, we'll for sure do that. It's I just I'm really excited for this Finns team. First time first time long time. And uh I, I just can't I can't say enough about this team with that dog mentality. We're built different. Built different. You got uh you got anything else you want to plug here before we uh send or send it off in the sunset? Um hit me up on Twitter. Uh shout, shout out at at sad dolphin fan. Um is that sad Finns fan? We're not always going to be sad Finns fans. We're going to yeah, turn. Yeah, we're not always going to be sad Finns fan. That that handle might change at sad Finns fan. Um, give us a retweet. Give us a like. Give us a follow. For sure, we are. We we we're, we're making a lot of big moves uh, on the Podski here. We actually surpassed the four hundred downloads mark, and you know our uh, our Finns our Finns numbers are looking pretty good, man. I'm I'm really yeah, I love it. Doing it. I love it. I love it. All right, so uh, that is another episode of That's So Dolphins Talk. We'll see you Thursday night after what is hopeful to be a huge Finns victory, and we will see you Thursday night. Fins up.